my gosh, oh my gosh. Who is he? Wait, is he coming over here? Dun, 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 2018. Veronique and Patrick join together as they help men become super charming men. Hey, they're super charming. Oh, God. Welcome oh. to the Summer Podcast, the podcast that helps you to charm whoever you come across. Veronique, that was such a great intro. I really liked that. I'm going to use that. So, uh, so Veronique, today is the second week of January. And everyone's still on their goals. They know what they want to do. They want to listen to the show. And do you think that for someone who's probably binge watching or binge listening to my shows, they're probably getting a lot out of it? If they, do you think they'll, they'll improve faster if they listen to all 250 episodes in, in one sitting? Well, if they listen to the ones where, that we were co-hosting. <laughs> <laughs> And definitely, definitely, they will, their evolution will be through the roof, you know, like you mm. won't be able to, to like believe how fast they transform. Mm-hmm. I think, well, I think you're right. You know, think as a more right. serious answer, though, I do think there's benefits to immersion uh, in kind of, let's say, the way we talk about dating is um, is a slightly is slightly different from a lot of the conversations that you find um, out there, you know, in the coaching world or in the podcasting world. So I do think it it would be interesting for people who are new to this way of seeing things to kind of immerse themselves in it, you know, kind of um, listen to a couple of episodes, maybe read a book, you know, like George Pransky's Relationship Handbook or, um, or your book, The Wooist, um, The Art of Wooing. <laughs> it's a good book. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I do believe that immersion is a great way to learn. Uh, you know, it's good for languages. It's good for any kind of really new thing you want to learn because uh, I see it like uh, taking a bath in like something and just letting it influence you you know like just relax and let it kind of wash over you or just take it in without overthinking it just like listen to it like you listen to music um i do think that's a good approach actually Mm. the question that i had for today was uh, can you learn faster? Can you really increase your, your learning curve by really immersing yourself into a topic? So, well, I'm, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> okay. You know, podcast episode done. You answered all of it. You know, this kind of occurred to me that a lot of people kind of agree with a lot of things that I say, but they may not see what I what I'm saying yet. Like, they're like, oh, that sounds like a really nice idea. I think I'll do that. I was having a coaching call yesterday and, and I was kind of noticing the person was saying, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I agree, I agree. That sounds like a good idea. But I, I could see that he didn't really fully get it yet. I, I was reading, it's really funny because I was reading a book uh, by Osho the other day and one of his disciples um, disciples right <laughs> that's how you say it in english well, Bernie, we all love your your your, your <laughs> nice accents 
and you also told me you would never correct me which is really mean so um i i'm guessing it's disciple in english right or disciple <laughs> anyway so one of his disciples asked osho you know um i agree with everything you say but i don't seem to be changing what's going on mm-hmm. and i loved his answer um so I'm not going to pretend it's my answer, that I came up with this brilliant answer. It's totally Osho's answer. And he said, you know, um, agreeing or disagreeing is completely irrelevant. Uh, you need to just understand what I'm saying very deeply. It's like the example he gave was, um, oh my God, what, it, was a, it was a good example. It was uh, something like, um, rain um rain is water do you agree or disagree Mm. right and it's like there's no agreeing or disagreeing it's just it, it it is water and if you understand that if you see that for yourself then like you won't need to agree with me on this like like this is an opinion or something right Mm -hmm. Um, so in coaching it's completely useless to agree with what your coach says. Mm-hmm. What you need is get your own insight into it and really understand it, like stand under it and, and see it for what it is, you know? Um, yeah. And that's the difference between intellectual, intellectually uh, thinking about something or just integrating it and seeing with new eyes. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is a good example or not, but it's kind of like saying, you know, when a doctor tells someone, hey, you should really think about being more healthy and, and doing these things and, and doing more exercise and eating better and doing whatever you have to do to become more healthy when, when in fact, he's not healthy. Mm. So, so maybe in a way, like he doesn't see that he doesn't believe it yet. He thinks there are great ideas that there are things to in order to be more healthy. But in fact, because he's living that life where he's not healthy, he, he thinks it's a good idea so far as well. Yeah. So that's what I, I thought of. I'm not sure if it was a little off the tangent or not, but. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Oh, no. Go ahead, Bernie. No, I, that would mean the doctor doesn't have a really personal understanding of what it means to live a healthy life. He just has this idea about it, you know, like, and people could agree or disagree with it, but it's just like a good idea. It's not, yeah. real. it's not, it doesn't have roots or it doesn't have feet to stand on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think one of the things that really helped me to start seeing a lot of these things that I'm talking about when I was learning it, because I think I was learning a lot that I'm talking about like a few years ago, like three years or so. But three years ago when I was listening to this stuff, I, I didn't really get it. I was like, oh, it's kind of like that thing that um, Tony Robbins said that one time. Oh, it's kind of like this one thing that this one speaker said. It's kind of like this one positive thinking thing. When I started to listen with fresh ears, I was like, oh, actually, what this thing that, that I'm hearing right now is actually really different than, than what I think they're talking about. Like I started to see something new. I started to put my roots down and get it, which was where all my new experiences started to come from. My, my new understandings of life started to come from. 
And that's when, personally, I changed a lot. What happened for you? What happened for me? How did, we, how did you switch from... Yeah. ...to understanding? Could you describe that? Yeah, it, it was like one day I realized, oh, I, I don't know. I, I, remember, I remember like I was listening to, to what we're talking about. You talk a lot about the three principles. And I was listening to this for like, for like maybe a year. I didn't understand it for a year. And then later, for some reason, out of the blue, I'm like, oh, wait, you're saying that like things are a lot simpler than, than what I've been making them? I mean, you're saying that I don't have to be in control of the world. I don't need to control everything in my life. And when I start to notice, huh, maybe that is how things actually work. Maybe it's not all up to me. When I was open to that idea, where, where it was like, you know, I don't, whatever I think, I don't have to think the right things all the time. It doesn't matter what I think. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, what I was freaked out back then about was, I always had to think the right things. And when I realized that I didn't have to always think the right things, because bad things, whenever I thought something bad, bad things would manifest, or, or all these other things that, that, that we talk about on the show... When, when I saw that, hey, actually, I could create amazing results, live a happy life, have all the confidence in the world, and, and not be so stressed out about it. I was like, that's a way better way to go. Mm. And I kind of jumped on that idea, like, well, what if things really did work that way? Mm. Yeah. And how about you, Veronique? What was your experience like when you start to get insight that transformed you? Um, well, like you, uh, initially, I, I, I didn't get it, right? Um, but then um, I was attending a training and uh, George and Linda Pransky came on as guest teachers. They were leading one of the weekends um, of that training. and. Um, George said something that totally made sense to me. And I, um, I kind of saw my life differently after kind of realizing what he said. And he, he said something really simple that you might have heard a million times and that might not have impacted you. But he said, oh, you know, you are only ever feeling your thinking. That's the only thing you can feel. Like your experience in the moment comes from your thinking in the moment. And all of a sudden I had like this light bulb moment and I looked back at my past and I saw all those moments where I was feeling what I was thinking, feeling what I was thinking. And the most um, shocking thing to me was that in that moment I looked back and I realized I had... Um, created this habit i had fallen into this habit of uh, entertaining really sad thoughts and then feeling really sad and doing that almost like a hobby like you know i would like sit in the car and start thinking about what if my parents died and then what would i say at the funeral and i would be so sad and my sister would be sad and like I it was innocent right i would just sit in a car and this would like come up and i would just run with it you know and start imagining those scenarios or i would drive in the car and then i would start to think 
what if I have an accident now? You know, who do I have to call? And what would be the consequences? And, you know, like, what if I lose the usage of my legs? And like, you know, like, and I would really run with that thought, right? And go on this thought train until I was thinking of those really dramatic scenarios and feeling really awful, even like having tears in my eyes, you know, like, um, and what I was consistently doing is at night when I would go to bed, I would start thinking about sad things, like sad things that had happened in the past, sad things that uh, might happen in the future. Uh, so when I uh, realized this shocking, shockingly innovative concept for me of you feel what you think, all of a sudden I looked back and I realized, oh, I've been doing that. Like to myself, like I've, I've been using the power of thought against myself. And duh, when I think about sad things, I feel sad and I don't have to do this. I don't have to jump on this thought train. I don't have to uh, create this elaborate story just because this lone thought pops into my mind. Like, what if I had an accident? Like, it can just be a thought. What if I had an accident? I don't have to now imagine this whole story around this like topic for 15 minutes and feel awful, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. you might think that sounds really crazy, but I didn't know that until I had that insight. Like I didn't realize I was making myself sad. I just thought I was kind of the victim of my thoughts. The thoughts were coming to me and there's nothing I could do about it. Mm-hmm. So that was this, the big moment of change for me. I see. Well, that's really insightful, Veronique. And I know that people are like, huh, what is she kind of talking about right now? <laughs> because uh, we kind of... the next episode. But in the next episode, we're going to explain more about what we're talking about. So also, if you guys want to learn more about what we're talking about, send us an email at patrickofwoods.com. All right. Well, you guys have a, a wonderful day. And, and if you guys want to explore more on getting insights, send that email to me and I'll talk to you guys later. Ta-ta for now. 